Dell man of the year. 500 pro fights in his career. Got the record for most ice fights in the season. Chill. You the sheriff, lucky you still breathe. It's the sheriff. HL man of the year. 500 pro fights in his career. Got the record for most ice fights in the season. Chill. You the sheriff, lucky you we still breathe. We filmed the pod today. You listen in tomorrow. The heavyweight champ, yeah, Sean McMall. Sheriff. 13-year pro, yeah, he holding it down. Big man playing it right, thumbs up to the crowd. Let's go. Lucky season suited up, most tilts in the A, man. Sheriff badge on the bucket, heavy can play, man. Podcast trending, thanks for rocking with us, bro. Lived out his dream, yeah, he played in the show. Welcome, everybody, to an exclusive edition of The Sheriff. Boy, oh boy, do I ever have a treat for you. Now, ladies and gentlemen, it is very rare that someone may get to have their role model as a guest on their show. But when my birthday was coming up and I could schedule a show, I thought there'd be nothing better fitting but to have one of the biggest role models that has been there for me at crucial times in my life. And I'm going to introduce him right now. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, all over the world, I would like to introduce to you my guest tonight. He hails from Windsor, Ontario. At six foot two, 185 pounds, he is a middleweight. He is the recipient of the Order of Ontario. He is a three-time Golden Glove boxing champion. Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, my role model, Mr. Spider Jones. How are you doing, my man? You got a live crowd here tonight, brother. It is a big crowd tonight. I, I appreciate everyone that's come out tonight. It is my birthday, but more importantly, this man right here is so important to me that it means the world that you guys have come out to watch this. So I wanted to thank everyone for coming out. Let me wish you a happy birthday first. What are you, 33, 34? <laughs> How old are you now? 31. No. 31. You were 31 last time I talked to you. That was 20 years ago. 42. 42. <laughs> you, I remember the first time we met. Uh, and it was uh, out in Pickering. You were playing for the Pickering Panthers. Yep. And I dropped a puck. And I think it was 17 years old and 16, 17. And you were a Buffalo Sabre uh, 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 draft. And almost, I, almost. Yeah. And, I, and, yes. and, and, I, and they're all telling me about this tough kid out there. I wanted to meet him because I like tough guys in hockey. I, liked, I love the game. And uh, I asked you if you're going to drop the gloves. You said you'd make it a special occasion, and you did drop them. You did drop them, and uh, so that's that's when I first met this 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 kid. I always liked him. I do remember that pretty clearly, Spider. But the the one thing that I remember is you mentioning, "Hey, are you going to drop the gloves for me? Are you going to put on a show? I I like the I like the Showtime type of stuff." And then I just remember being so nervous because in hockey, when you know that a fight's going to happen. And now it's all about, okay, so this is a for sure thing. I do not want to lose this. I have a lot of people behind me and supporting me. So, so for me, it was like I got the pressure of Spider Jones wanting a show. So I was happy because it went well, and, I, and you were there to see it. So that was good enough for me. There were some tough years back then for me. I've been married to my wife, God bless her, for 48 years. But uh, during the... During the uh, the 70s and 80s when when when, the, when they had the big bad Bruins and the, yep. and, and the broad street bullies and all them tough guys in the game I, I wouldn't miss a game I mean I I was crazy I, I'd break dates with my wife I'd break anything just to watch the fights I loved them yep. you know and this way, way before Proby came into the league and and Joey Kosher and those guys boy Wendell Clark 
but I, I love the guys that threw them. I, I started back during the days of uh, John Ferguson and Orlando Curtin back in those guys. Yeah, no, I hear you, Spider. And just just hearing you say these names and talking like this, it kind of gives me goosebumps. I don't know if you guys could see, but but see, but that's but see, Spider. I'm glad that this came up, and this this is totally off any of the talking points that I've created. Yeah. I love that you brought that up because that's what the old school game was, and that's what the yeah. new game is missing. The character of the of hockey of the players that used to play it was incredible and that's what kept people interested because it was like a storyline so you were looking forward to the next game because you knew what happened last game how is that guy going to react what, what is, is he going to answer yeah. the bell it, it was war it, yes it was war in a sense and people cheered for their city and and the fact is you just couldn't when you ran somebody like stevie eiserman or bobby clark you had to pay the price yep and 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 that's accountability the, the, the you know you know it's not that i promote the violence in it, but hockey's as much uh, intimidation as his skill right now. Even even right now it is. And you see the teams that win, they got big big power forwards like like that like kid out of uh, uh, Nathan uh, uh, McKinnon. Yeah, I mean this guy's a big power forward. Colorado. They they got guys in Toronto that can score, like like Austin Matthews. But these guys are softer than butter in, in, in the heat. heat. You know, but that—that's the problem. You got—you got to be tough, man. The game. You got to be like Mark Messier and and like yep. and, and those the, the other two guys. That, they drive me nuts. Uh, the Chuck guys, but I'll tell you, you oh, want the them on your team. The Chuck brothers, yes. You want them on your team, yes. yes. Very but, good, very good captains, and um, and yeah, I you definitely want them on your team. But now, okay, so now now you made me a little <laughs> bit more excited, Spider, because you're bringing up topics that I want to talk about all the time. But I just don't have a chance to because this guy doing point now. Is he looking for trouble or something? He's not looking for trouble. Roberto's the best in the business. It's not Durant. Just another Roberto. Exactly. Right. He's even cooler. He's even cooler. <laughs> so Spider, I wanna I, I wanna switch it up a little bit okay. because, as I've mentioned many times before, you are a huge character, right? That's what I like to bring on this show. I like to bring on the big characters. I like to bring on the go getters. But I also like to find out how did it all start? How did this become? So in my opinion, I got to go to the beginning. We're going to Windsor. We're going to the border town. We're, we're talking about the two-bedroom bungalow. We're Just talking about the nine kids. I used to wet the, the bed until I was 14. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> but Spider, I want the listeners and viewers to understand like what a real success story is to me. And that is what we're going to talk about right now, humble beginnings. I want to talk about the two-bedroom bungalow. I want to talk about the nine kids. Now, now tell me if I'm wrong. So it's, it's nine siblings, and then was there a niece or a nephew that uh, your parents adopted a, as well? A cousin. A cousin, okay. A cousin. My, 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 uh, Leroy, his, his, his mother was my mother's uh, uh, sister, and she died young, and so he came to live with us too. So there used to be five of us sleeping in one. We, I never slept in a bed on my own until I went to jail. We slept four or five in one bed at night. And my mother and father never had a, uh, we lived in a two bedroom bungalow. And so with nine kids, we had the bedrooms. My mother and father slept on a, so a pull out sofa. So, you know, and they really must have liked each other because they had nine kids. You know, but but, but uh, trouble is when you live like that, you know, and you got two or three brothers that pissed the bed all the time, uh, you, it's like, uh, we might have invented the first waterbed, but but, uh, <laughs> but that's it was crazy, crazy stuff living like that back then. But still a lot of great memories because the siblings are all very close. Yes. 
And, 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 and thank you for sharing that because I, I actually wanted to add to that point a little bit. I was going to ask you, like, do you feel that for those that were had, the, and I'm going to say opportunity, opportunity to be that close with their siblings, that close with their family members, do you feel that that might spike up the, the average character as well? Like, it, it, it's not like life isn't supposed to be easy, especially for men. Life is supposed to be a little bit difficult, right? When you when you grow up with humble beginnings like that, I just believe that it strengthens the character that much more. I, I wanted to know your take on that. I, I think I think it, it, it makes you appreciate things a lot more as you as you grow older. Like we 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 I never thought I'd never dreamed. Somebody told me about fourteen or fifteen that I would that I would get a chance to interview the heavyweight champion of the world or the or the vice president of the United States or the prime minister of Canada or people like Tina Turner. Uh, people that I interviewed, some of these legends, or even Wayne Gretzky, or things like that, I would have thought, "Hey, you out of your mind? I'm just some kid from Windsor, pisses the bed and been to prison." And so, so you know what? Uh, but it, 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 what it did for me was, it sort of made me give me empathy for other people in mm -hmm. the struggle because when I was as a kid growing up, I ran across a lot of racism. Yep. And, and especially in, in, in the radio business, where there were, there were very, very, very few people of color or anyone, uh, any women at all. Mm -hmm. it, was it was pretty much an old boys game. And, the uh, old boys club. Yeah, an old boys club. It still is, uh, in a sense. But uh, So that just, uh, the fact that I, I finally made it in the business became uh, the, the first black broadcaster to go coast to coast in Canada. Yes. And got a chance to cover Yes. Hockey, my favorite. Sport. Everybody thinks that because I, I I spent so many years in boxing is my favorite sport. Mm -hmm. oh, I love boxing, uh, but hockey was my favorite sport. I always a big big fan of of, of people like Jean Beliveau and Guy yeah. Lafleur and Larry Robinson. Heroes, you know. Yeah. Uh, those guys, uh, Davy Keon and these guys, they were. I was a big fans of them. You know, uh, I, I just loved the hockey players. And I had a chance to meet when I was young a lot of them because I used to follow the Windsor Bulldog games. Okay. And then I got to, I, you know, we followed the Detroit, Detroit Red Wings back then until I moved to Toronto. And I don't know why, I just became a Hab fan. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> so now, yeah, yeah, I, want, I, want, I didn't want to give an applause to that. We clap for each other around here, Spider. So Spider, now, obviously, you know, I can't let you off that easy though, right? About the, about the upbringing. Um, you know, I, I had the opportunity and to be able to read your book, man. And, you know, I'm going to get more into that a little bit later in the show. But your book changed my life. It was that it was that inspiring for me. And it really means that much to me. The stories that you share, the story that you have in general that people can 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 learn about and 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 and, and feel feel blessed that 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 people are able to accomplish things like you did now. I want to talk about some things that you said in the book and, you know, about being black in Windsor, Spider. okay? Now, you did mention that there was very few advantages and there was real provisions. Can you explain kind of what you meant by that in the book? Well, Windsor had a very uh, uh, a small black population. Yes. But Windsor blacks aren't like blacks from Nova Scotia. Or from the West Indies, Windsor blacks are basically Americanized. Very. Because Windsor has always been influenced by Detroit. Yeah. The music, the culture, 
even the police force. Motown. Let me tell you something about the Detroit police force was the toughest police force in America back then. And 1300 Bobian is a place nobody wanted to go because that was headquarters. So here's the point. Windsor police are like that. And so we got uh, the N-word a lot, and they, 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 and they pulled you overboard. They, uh, you know, they, I mean, Bobby Probert's father arrested both of my brothers. <laughs> You know, yeah. I told Bobby that one time. We just laughed about it. But, you know. Is he a big boy like Bob was? Bob's I didn't dad? know him personally. Yeah, I didn't know him personally, but they tell me he was pretty tough. Yeah. Pretty tough guy. Must be. If Windsor he had, a had son. some pretty tough guys, but uh, uh, you know, it, 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 it was tough growing up there. You always, it, it wasn't a positive experience. It really wasn't. It was totally different. When I left Windsor and came to Toronto, I couldn't believe it. It was just totally different environment different people i had a lot i fell in love with the city right away but uh windsor didn't have a lot of opportunities for people of color and 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 um but the music was great yeah uh we we uh i'm <sighs> straight up i've had so many young people that come out of windsor that have moved to toronto and moved away to other places i you know as you know i grew up with Abdullah the butcher Mm-hmm. But these guys all left Windsor to grow and to make it. And I've heard many of them tell me before, and I hate to, you know, knock my hometown, but you just don't, it didn't give me the opportunity to grow like I, like I did up here. But growing was a very slow process for me. You know, I, you have to have that frame of mind. And when I first come up here, I was a thug. You know, I was in and out of prison from the time I was 15 years old till I was 26. People don't know about those years. Mm-hmm. Uh, they met me after that, yeah. uh, after I got out of prison and, and turned my life around and straightened, straightened out yeah. and, and, and uh, decided to go straight. And I was lucky. I had a couple of role models, and one of them was George Trevello. George, George was, uh, took me under his wing as a young man and really, really opened doors for me. Now, now Spider, thank you for sharing that. Um, we did just mention the music a little bit, so I think now would be a, a pretty good time to kind of kind of talk about this to me it's like incredibly cool i'm not even sure where i got the info my research i think it was when i read your book Mm -hmm. but i want to talk about the vibe i want to talk about the vibe and i don't know if you already know what i mean but i'm talking about the vibe share with the world of when a very unfortunate incident occurred where there was the death of your brother from pneumonia okay you were getting nightmares spider so what you did for therapy, and I'll, I'll let you explain it, but, but, they, but when your parents left the radio on and you were hearing those DJs, and then you were dreaming of being the world's best wow. DJ. you read my book, didn't you? Oh, buddy, I, I, I think I've read your book about Don't 10 times. <laughs> you know... That's for a split true. second, I was scared because I know that you can go. No, for a split <laughs> second, I'm just like, stuff, is he mad? Right? <laughs> Well, look, when I, when I was uh, uh, six years old, my, my, uh, one of my younger brothers got pneumonia, and he died from it. And I remember it like it was terrible because my mother woke me up in the middle of the night with screams from her. And, and I looked up, and there she was, holding my little brother. He was 18 months old, and she was just weeping and, and begging God to bring him back, bring him back. And then I saw my father come rushing in the room, and I never saw my father cry until then. And, and it just scared me. And then about an hour later, my mother was still holding my little brother. And this man came into the room. And they took my brother out 
they fought my mother to take him and they just threw him in a leather bag and took him out. There were no words of consolation, nothing, just terrible. And it, I had to relive that for years. And I became so frightened of the dark. Up until I was in my late teens, I was just terrified. Every night I had nightmares. It's just nightmares and I'd relive that. So what my mother and father used to do to keep, uh, they'd, let the, they'd play the radio all night and I'd listen to the music. And I loved the music. But more than that, I loved the voices of people like Alan Freed, the disc jockeys. And I wanted to be, I decided I want to be a radio jock. And I want to share that music with the world. And I grew up listening to all that stuff. I mean, Frank Sinatra, uh, uh, Ella Fitzgerald. And then as we went on, Marvin Gaye and, 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 and you know, Marvin Gaye and the Temptations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Smokey Robinson and and, and and then I got I listened to all the stuff to Elvis Presley and Bob Seeger. I got to listen to all of them. So I, I, I and I love country. A lot of you know, a lot of brothers try to hide it, I will tell you the truth. A lot of brothers try to hide it, but they like country underneath too. You know what I mean? I, you know what, Spider? <laughs> I do like country. I do like country. I'm 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 not a I'm I'm proud to say that. Mm -hmm. I like every genre, and, and and I think you could appreciate yeah. that just b with you being in that in that whole field. I love Patsy Cline. Uh, I used to love Patsy Cline, uh, 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 Connie Francis, and 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 who? Uh, oh oh, Marty Robbins, one of my favorites. Bobby Helms, and and then I get into uh, James Brown and Wilson Pickett. They're all you know. I, I, I love my I love my music, That's right. man. Yeah. Today you can't give me none of that stuff except for Bruno Mars, because Bruno Mars is real. Okay. And he put on okay. a show, you know. Oh, you know, he got on a show for you. He, he, you know, he's the best thing since Prince and Michael Jackson in terms of the the, the, the all around, you know, ability. But the best I ever saw, he could really vibe you, and uh, maybe some of the older people remember his name was Jackie Wilson, out of Detroit, and this guy, this guy could do it. They called him Mr. Wonderful, Mr. Everything. He's got to be good if he's called that, man. But, but that's what Detroit was like back then. Yeah. The, the one thing about Detroit was the music. Mm -hmm. Detroit was like a beautiful, dangerous woman. She was seductive. And you want to be in Detroit, but there were times when, when man, you got to watch it because that was a murder city, capital of the world. Yeah. You know, so yeah. you'd, be, you'd be strapped. Back then, everybody was strapped back then. I hate to say it, yeah. but we were all strapped back then. And that's yeah. why I fight so much now with my youth center for these young people so they don't waste their time going to prison. Absolutely. And, and, and I appreciate that. And we're going we're gonna to jump into that. I'm actually pretty close to right now. But before we get into that, Spider, I just, I, I, I have to bring up, I have to bring up the fact that there was a, a few different times in my life that you were there for, for very important times. One of them, which is very positive, was when I was 17 years old, Spider. Okay, so I'm 17 years old, playing for the Pickering Panthers, season's over. I just got drafted to the Ontario Hockey League in the second round. So I'm on top of the world. I'm, 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 I'm ecstatic at this point. I get a call from the Fan 590 saying, Sean, um, we would like to do an interview with you to talk to you about the OHL draft and, and, and your plans coming up. Um, Mr. Spider Jones will be conducting that interview, right? Now, this is a kid that at nighttime would put on the Fan 590 and would listen to you on a daily basis, 
a daily basis. My mom got me a really nice stereo system one year for my birthday. You know, I got the speakers. I got I got the speakers on each side of the bed. You know, w with the wires, of course. There's no there's no Bluetooth back then. And man, I I listened to you religiously. And when I found out that you were going to interview me, it was it was an incredible feeling. And well, I remember finding out about you because my producer name was a guy named George Strompolopoulos. George Strompolopoulos. And I told George, I said, we got to get this kid on. He's a hometown boy from Pickering. Yeah. And he likes to rumble. They tell me, you know who told me about your first revolt? Uh, Michael, uh, he owned uh, the big Chevy. Michael Boyer. Michael Boyer. Michael told Boyer. You. Was Jack Ridgway your coach then? GMC. Jack Ridgway was one of the first player agents that I remember, like he was, mm -hmm. and he worked hard, man. He put in his time, yes. he would come to practice, he would, he, would, he would start building relationships with players and parents, and he's a good guy, so he'd win most people over, and yeah. I'm pretty sure he's always been a success, but yeah, Mr. Ridgeway, man, that guy, that's a, that's a, you know when you hear a name and you just yeah. instantly smile, Jack Ridgway was a good man. He was a good man. Yeah. I remember I spent a lot of time going to Pickering Panthers games, but um, and I remember when uh, when you when you uh, uh, I'm, uh, uh, some of your fights, especially you and Snugden. I knew this kid from the time he was uh, seven or eight years old. He used to come down to the gym with his father, Travis, yes. who was a, a friend of mine. Yes. And uh, uh, so I remember you and I used to think these two guys. I watched you last week on the show with him. We're talking like two long lost uh, brothers. <laughs> yeah, and yet you, we are. You got to drop the gloves, boy, and go at it. It's just nothing personal, right? It's it, it is nothing personal. <laughs> it's all business, Spider. And but as you as you would appreciate more, it, it's it's the competition, it's the rivalry, it's yeah. it's it's the com the camaraderie afterwards, right? The yeah. rivalry to the camaraderie. Well, yeah, 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 that's right. I mean, it, but you know, people. I mean, it it, it it it's the way. There's so many guys that I've had a chance to interview over the years that were that fought each other and then out of the uh, off the off the ice they were the nicest guys you want to meet I remember fighting Gary Summerhays two or three times and he, he beat my ass worse than my daddy ever did but but uh, 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 we became good friends whenever I see we just hugging that you know it's just it's all it was all part of the game it's definitely an incredible feeling to be able to be friends with someone that you competed against for so long and, and the, when the stakes were so high. Like when me and Sugar would go to battle, there was a 50-50 chance that I'm going to win, 50-50 chance he's going to win. I could not get knocked down. I could get knocked out. They Same call thing him for him. They call him Sugar, man. There's only three sugars, only three sugars in history, man, and he's one of them, right? Sugar Ray Robinson, Sugar Ray Leonard, and and, and, and Brandon Sugar Sutton. Brandon Sugar, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like big big shout out to Sugar. So okay, so Spider, I'm I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna switch things around a little bit, buddy. Now, and you know, I I think. I've, I've said this a couple times because this show's been so dynamic. We've been able to, to cover so many things. Now, there's a, t there's a lot of times in people's lives where a difference maker in their life could be the difference between them going astray or them going the successful route. Absolutely. Okay? And I know that's a very complicated way that I said that, but... The reason why I'm getting into this is that's what it was like for me at a time in my life when 
it was probably I was rock bottom. Okay, it was not. I was not in a good place. Okay, you went out of your way. You stopped by my mother's house. You, you, you. Your mother called me, and I remember her. She was very shook up. I mean, to the core, and I, I just felt terrible because you know. Uh, your son and, and, and you had such a great uh, future in front of you uh, and and you know and I just wanted to do what I could I because you know one thing that is in the end I work with I work with so many I go into the prisons all the time and talk with young people and they think it's the end because uh, that it, it, it's very difficult as you know once you serve time the stigma you have for a long time it does something to you because you know when you're in prison, they put you to bed every night. They wake you up every morning. They tell you what to eat, what to drink, what to wear, what to watch, what to read, and that stuff. You know, I understand that. So when I saw you like that, and it hurt me, it bothered me because I saw this young man of color who's going to get it, and make it in the National Hockey League. But you know, the proud. You know, what I'm proud of the way you turned out. You overcame that adversity. With, with, with great support from your family and 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 turned your life around and and and, and that that's uh, uh those are things that uh, for me that's a reward that's gratifying i appreciate that buddy i i, I just like i wanted to i wanted to thank you <laughs> so and and thanks guys for clapping so i again spider you were there for me. When you did that for me, it, the mindset that it put me in, knowing that someone cared about me, was supporting me in that way on many different angles, it enabled me to go in the right direction and make the best of, of, of the situation that I was in. And I, ha I have to mention that to you and I have to thank you. And th the thing is, Spider, is, is there's not too many opportunities that people are able to thank, you know, motivators like yourself. You're your mentor, you're a motivator, you're a coach, you're a lot of things to people. And, you know, everything that you've done and everybody that you've touched out there and affected in positive ways, you know, I have a platform here, so I'm able to thank you. But there's a couple mutual friends that have come here and they would like to thank you too, okay? So I'd like to get bad boy Donnie and Brandon Sugar Sugden, if he's around, to come back here. Um, these, these guys here, Donnie, yeah, we got Sugden, one of my last guests, my, my main rival. So guys, come back here, come back here. So pretty much, I mean, Donnie, you can go first. I mean, this, is, this was my opportunity to thank Spider. I, I've wanted to do this for a long time. We're all here, brother, so we're taking advantage of the situation. Here you go, my man. Spider, met you when I was 14 years old down at the Regent Park Boxing Club with Clyde Gray. First, first time I met you, you were a ring announcer in one of my fights. I was 15, and you said, I'm gonna name you after this fight. I fought a guy, he was junior Canadian champion, six foot seven, and we thought I was gonna lose because he was so tall. But I put it on him, Spider. And I always loved you and respected you and looked at you as a father figure and a mentor in my life. And that's what kept me straight and narrow from the crime, all that. And I want to thank you, Spider. Let me tell you something about this kid. I watched him when he first broke into the game. Clyde Gray was training you, your father. Yes. And, and, and a tremendous, he had a promising future. 
but his kid cancer hit him when he was young. And it stole his career away, but it didn't stop him. He's a warrior. That's right, Spider. And now Thank he trains you. other people. But he's not just a warrior, he's a mentor for other people. I'm proud of you, too. Thank you, Spider. I, I love watched you, you but he was a great young fighter. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. Spider. <laughs> uh, so we've known each other since I was, since I could walk, you know? And, and it was crazy. Every gym that I went to, you were there. And, you know, I know you and my dad were great buddies and everything. And it was like, hey, Spider, 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 everywhere I went, you were there. Your father and trained Nicky Ferlano and Eddie Mello, and they both became hell of fighters. And he also got me a lot of gigs in wrestling as yeah. a commentator. I, mean, I, I remember talking to him one time when I was, things were a little, little, you know, a little slow and I'm going to make money. And he said, why don't you MC some wrestling matches? I said, I don't know anybody. He says, I do. Next time I'm getting calls from all over the country to go and MC these wrestling matches and and, and, and really had a great time. Yeah, no, he, uh, he he spoke so highly of you. And I, I remember meeting you, like, uh, I think it was six uh, Newsboys or Cabochon or something. You were about five, six, seven years old. Yeah, yeah. In the gym. He brought his, his father used to bring him into the gym and then. That's crazy. Yeah, I mean, back, it's yeah. been so long. And the last time we saw each other was at the, on the cruise ship there. That's right. Uh, yeah, that's right. Thing. But no, you've always been you've always been there, you know. And and everybody's always talking about you, man. And I, you've, I mean, you're an icon. Look at these guys, man. You're an icon, man. Tough, you're an icon. Tough, tough guy. Hey, the toughest guys in hockey. I found out most of them were the, the gentlest guys off the ice. Really, that's the truth. I found Bobby Probert like that. Off the ice, Marty McSorley talks like he's a sissy off the ice. I mean, hey, 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 hey. tell him I said that. What are you, what are you saying? Because <laughs> <laughs> Marty McSorley got that real nice voice, you know. So, yeah. But these guys are crazy on the ice. They fight like nuts. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Old school. Well, thanks for having us, buddy. Oh, my pleasure. Thank thanks you so much. Boy, wow, that's uh, that's great. I want to thank you guys. Thank you guys so much. And and you know what, just while I got, while I have you guys up here, so so ladies and gentlemen, this whole boxing thing it motivates. It motivates. It gets people going. I have boxed in the past. I've gotten my Quebec license. I'm gonna start training again. Mr. Donnie is gonna be my trainer. We live very close together. We're gonna yes, be sir. working hard. Yes, so I just want everyone to know, just something to look out for. You know. Sheriff's gonna get get training and get back into the boxing state of mind. So totally. Donnie's gonna get me there, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And sugar, while, while I have while I have you here, buddy. So when's our part two gonna happen? I know, right? Not available, uh, but yeah. no, I, <laughs> I, I, soon. Yeah, soon, soon. Next yeah. couple weeks. Yeah. But uh, well, I don't know about that. I just I, I said I had surgery. Uh, okay, uh, three uh, weeks. Always uh, uh, <laughs> 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 wants the angle, eh? Just <laughs> wants the angle. <laughs> All right, guys. I, I really Thank appreciate you, it, man. Thanks. Yes, on, just, just don't get a nickname like I got coming. They used to call me Kid Candle. One blow and I was out. <laughs> so, and now that we have this little segment, I just want to take this this opportunity. You know, the Sheriff Podcast is powered by ZenpaiDispensary.com. Order now, guys. And Raymond LaRose, thank you so much for the sponsorship, my man. So, Spider. Blame him, Spider. Raymond. Oh, Raymond. 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 I thought you said blame him. Where's Raymond? He's, he's back here. He's my sponsor. He's hey, a Raymond. Supporter. He's been here since the beginning. Raymond. Shout you out. You got a good Raymond. show. I, I I watch it all the time, and you get all these guys on. I love Ryan. I saw Ryan Reeves on. A, yes. Oh, I I love Big the guy, Ryan man. Reeves. He's tough kid. He's coming back from injury. 
He's gonna prove a lot of naysayers wrong when he gets back and starts. What are you talking about? I'm waiting for him and Lucic to dance before it's over. There you go. That would be the heavyweight championship of the league. It would. Right? They got this kid out of Montreal. What's his name? Uh, Wi-Fi. They call him as a nickname. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like Zayla. They didn't really get, get a chance to really finish that fight. But, yeah, he uh, threw him up against the net. So yeah, he's strong. It, it, it ended though. early. So no, Spider. Like my apologies, I've gone way over the time limit, but I don't care because it's my birthday and I'm breaking the rules and I have one of my mentors with me. I'm taking advantage of the time. Doesn't happen too often. Right before we go, obviously we got to talk about some of the current awesome things that, that you do have going on. I, I want you to, to, to explain to the viewers and listeners a little bit about the spider's web right before we wrap things up, my man. Well, you know, I, I, in, in the early 90s when I was... Uh, uh, on the fan, I got a call from a teacher, and he wanted me to come out and talk to some kids that were, uh, I, I guess they were they were sort of sort of uh, delinquent. Ooh. So at any rate, <laughs> at any rate, ladies uh, and gentlemen, the food has just arrived, so we will be ending very shortly. <laughs> so anyway, I, I, I so I, he asked me to come out and speak to some of the kids, and I. I said, I don't know what to say, just share your story. So I did. And uh, I got calls, they started asking me to come out, and, and I thought, you know what? I'm going out and I'm lighting these kids up, I'm inspiring them. But you still need to keep feeding their passion. Yes. And, 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 and mentoring them. And so I opened a center up at uh, the Jane uh, Wilson area, and it's been open now for about 10 years. It's called the Spiders Web Youth Empowerment Center. Yep. And along with Greenman Property Management, we run that and we change the lives of a lot of young people and empower them and, and, and with the skills, life skills, so that they can uh, become successful in life. And a lot of times we take them out of gangs and, and, yes. and turn their lives around and, and put, get them through education, skilled trades. So that, that's what we're doing right now. So now, Spider, for, for people that want to support this movement, what's, what's the best way for them to do that? Like, to, do they look up the website? Is there a number that they can call, like if they if they want to support in any way? Well, you you can you can you can uh, hit my website, uh, spiderjones at rogers.com. That's my uh, email, spiderjones at rogers.com, and my website is uh, just spiderjones.com, or you can reach me anytime on my cell phone at 416-452-2022. We are doing some wonderful things at the center and uh, we need all the support we can get financially and anything else. The man of the people right there. Man of the people right there, buddy. All right, well, this is a great way, this is a great way to end it. Um, I want to thank everyone for tuning in to another episode of The Sheriff, The Sheriff Celebration Edition featuring Mr. Spider Jones. We'll see you next time, guys. Woo! Thanks for tuning in, baby.